I want to welcome you all to Steve's Simple Secrets Podcast. Today's episode is, Is There Love For Me? AKA, How To Get A Boot In About Nine Days. So we all know Valentine's Day is coming up and I kind of wanted to do an episode on love just because always at the forefront of everybody's mind. It doesn't really matter what app you're on or what group you're in. The main focus on everybody's mind is literally love, relationships. So it had to be my topic as we're approaching Valentine's Day. I had to touch on it just a little bit. What I really wanted to talk about today is how to get past like some of the barriers that might be keeping you from being in a relationship that you desire. One thing that I've noticed like in a lot of the groups is that a lot of people have become jaded around relationships because of their experiences, which of course haven't been so positive and it's made them like apprehensive about relationships and it also kind of hinders the relationships that or potential of them having a relationship because it's like you're already approaching the situation as I'm not going to trust this person. They have to earn my trust. They have to kind of earn my love, which I'm not going to really dig too deep on that because I don't know if love is necessarily earned. I feel like it's something that's more so given. Um, Respect may be something that's earned, but I feel like it's, of course, yes, the things that people do that cause us to love them, but it's also just the person that they are. Like, what is it that draws you to that person? So I don't really feel like it can be earned necessarily in that type of way. So a lot of people are coming in with a jaded perspective, first and foremost. So that's already putting a hindrance on that relationship because you're already coming into it like this potentially may not work. So when you're already putting that negativity out there, it's like the situation almost has no choice then to become negative unless the person that you're with is kind of combating that attitude and they want to kind of work with you and break down those barriers. And then another thing that I've noticed like is that people just really seem to have these super high expectations, almost unattainable like required. Trust me, like I'm all for having like a list. That's one of the pieces of advice that I'm gonna give to you on everything. A list is crucial to pretty much everything that you wanna do in life because it's so important just to write it down and get those ideas out there. And then also to remember like those things that you really want so that you can look back on them and see that progress and see that growth in your attitude in your belief system, in your list, everything. Always advise you to have requirements. Of course, we want to have standards and create that list. What I mean as far as like having too high expectations, and then I know I'm jumping a little bit, but um, some people also look for that validation. Of course, like, are my expectations too high? Like, am I asking for too much? Only you really know if you're asking for too much. Like. If you don't feel like it's too much, then it's not too much because this person doesn't have to live with me. They have to live with you. Like you have to get along with this person. You have to be in a relationship with this person. Only you really know if your expectations are too high or if your standards are too high. And more than likely, if you're asking yourself that, it's something that's causing you to ask yourself that. 
okay, on the first date, you got to spend such and such amount of money or you have to come dressed to the nines. Like some people have their expectations set so high that people have no choice than to like not meet your expectations. And what I mean by that is if your expectations are already up there to the point where nobody can meet them, (laughs) then everybody's going to fall short because people are people just like you're a person. And I feel like sometimes we have these like expectations of others that we don't even have of ourselves. Like we want somebody to come in and rescue us from a situation. You don't need anybody to rescue you. You need to start off being in a place where you can sustain yourself. Like you shouldn't be looking for a partner so that they can pay your way. Or you shouldn't be looking for a partner to do the things that you have to do for yourself. You gotta love yourself first. You got to have stability for yourself first. You got to be healed first. You have to want to actually work with the person. There's a video that's circulating out there and it's of Earth the Kid. And my sister and I, we always had this debate about it. And in the video, she's like, compromise, you know, why should I compromise? Like, but really you have to compromise. And I'm not saying compromise as far as your beliefs. Like, if you say, okay, he has to believe in God, he has to be a Christian, he's got to be, you know, a Buddhist, whatever. You can't, I'm not saying compromise in that way, like matching up with someone that doesn't match your belief system or doesn't practice what you practice because that's very important. However, what I mean by compromising is that if you uh, show up to the date and you dress to the nines and your date shows up and they're not looking the way that you really expect somebody to look, like maybe their shoes not looking a little busted or they don't have the latest, you know, they wearing like past two years shoes rather than, you know, what just came out a few months ago. <laughs> and I know I have been guilty of this myself. Like I'm not even gonna lie because when I go out, of course, I'm putting a lot into my appearance and I love makeup and I'm into beauty and all that type of stuff. So. I can remember going out on this one day. I'm just looking like, okay, of course, you know, it's just to the movies or whatever. So I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna wear some relaxed and chill. Just some jeans and, you know, a little t-shirt and some boots or whatever. Nothing major, you know, just something comfy and comfortable, whatever. But (laughs) the guy showed up and he had on some jeans, but then he had on some loafers with the jeans. And I'm looking like, what possessed you to put this outfit together? Like, jeans and loafers? Like, it's just, it's a no. Like, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) yeah, I can remember another time. I went on a date to a concert and, you know, we never talked about what we were going to wear and anything like that. So I called myself once again, like, I think I'm cute. And (laughs) this was like a few years back. So it was one of those little, um, and I guess they kind of came back now anyway. Those little like flowing pants. I know some people call them gauchos or uh, they done have all types of names. They come back in something different every time. Palazzo pants, whatever. So I've heard so many names for those type of pants over the years. But had on that, had on a nice little belt, um, little top and had my hair done up and um, earrings. Like I used to wear these chandelier earrings. And so of course those like dress up anything that you got on. 
So it was an outdoor concert, but I thought I was looking real cute. <laughs> so mind you, the shirt was green. So the guy shows up and he got on a red polo shirt. And it's not his fault, you know? <laughs> like we didn't coordinate him on that. So he wore what, you know, he felt comfortable in. I wore what I felt comfortable in. But when I tell you, I gave him such a hard time because I'm like, we out here looking like Christmas. <laughs> you got on this red polo shirt and I got on this green shirt and like we not coordinated and it wasn't a first date or anything like that. So I feel like we probably should have got together on it or something. So we wouldn't be looking a hot mess, but... <laughs> I cut the full, I'm not even going to lie, like, <laughs> had to pull over on the road, but I was young, you know what I'm saying? Now, once you get to be older, like, you know, I'm 34 now, so, of course, the way that, that we act when we're younger, you have to evolve at some point. So, once you get to this age, it shouldn't be a debate to me over clothing, like, that's something that's minor. If you have a good spirit, like your energy is good, we having a good vibe, we enjoying each other's company, but I'm dressed up, you know, I'm wearing a super nice dress or whatever, some heels, and then you come and you just wearing like your gym clothes, I can't hold that against you like, oh, you don't value this date and, you know, we're not going to have a good time because of how you came dressed for no, I can't be with him because he can't wear gym clothes and we was going out on a date. But he picked you up, opened your door for you, walked you to the restaurant or whatever, opened the door, pulled out your chair, paid for the meal. Y'all went in, uh, went to the park afterwards, had a nice little, but all of this that you still caught up on how he's looking or how she's looking. You know, maybe you came dressed up and like she just was wearing leggings and some uh, <laughs> some gladiator sandals or whatever. <laughs> and, you know, you allow that to like ruin your perspective of the person to the point where you don't even want to go out on a date with them again. Like, feel like that's when you're taking your expectations and your requirements just too far. Not to say you can change how a person dresses or anything like that, but I do feel like once you actually get into a relationship with person, with the person, like your style is gonna rub off on them, their style is gonna rub off on you. Like y'all might play in your office together, or y'all might just get on the same frequency where y'all just showing up. Like y'all don't even talk about what y'all gonna wear, and y'all show up and y'all match. Like that's happened to me plenty of times. So without even like intentionally doing it, without talking about it, it's like we literally showed up with the same exact pants or same colors or whatever. I think that we shouldn't, certain things like that, like um, now I'm not gonna say appearance as far as like, yo, haircut, grooming, you know, whether hair is done or whatever, like that might be a little bit more tricky because that's coming down to the hygiene factor just a little bit. But as long as the hygiene is good, like, 
I think that we can ease up a little bit on certain requirements or just like buy the person what you want to see them in. For real, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that either. Like, you know, if you want to see him in a certain thing or you want to see her in a certain thing, like, and it doesn't even have to be expensive. Hey, you know, I saw this, picked this up, thought about you, like, you don't even have to tell them, like, you know, I really bought you this because when we went out, you was looking kind of crazy. <laughs> And I wasn't feeling that outfit you had on. Like, you don't even have to let them know. Speaking of that, like, that's taking me in this direction too. That I've been noticing people talk a lot. Like, one thing about it, having been married, having been divorced, having, you know, dated other people since then and everything like that. One thing that noticed or that you will recognize about me actually is that you're not going to see everything that I'm doing on social media. And I'm not even talking about as far as like the dates that we go on or anything like that. I'm talking about people are giving detailed information about their relationships online. Like, and I think, and I, <laughs> that works two ways. Okay. So one way that it works is people get these kind of false expectations of what their relationship is going to be, which comparison is the thief of joy. Like, I love that quote. Ever since I've seen it, I really have, like, stuck to that because when you compare yourself to what someone else is doing, it does steal your joy. Like, it makes you feel inferior or, like, why can't I have this? Like, I want to travel. I want to do this. I want to do it. Like, I can literally say I have never looked at a post online and been like, man, I wish that was me. When is that going to happen to me? Like, I might feel like that just personally because I know what I want or what I desire. But as far as like comparing myself or my relationships to what I see online and saying like, you know, such and such did this for that girl, like, you need to do that for me, or, um, no. Such and such, what they do with PS5, like, where's my PS5? No, like, it can be detrimental in a way because we are, like, flooded by so much on social media and, you know, people buying houses, people building houses, not look up everybody building a house together, and it's like, Y'all building a house together, you know, but just like a few weeks ago, y'all was about to break up, like, but, <laughs> and not saying that it's not possible, but what I'm saying is that people get unrealistic expectations, period, from watching people online and the things that they're doing, like, yes, you could be on the brink of breaking up and then y'all get back together and you're thinking about your future. But it's like, you gotta work out these little, these other things first before you start doing, moving on to something else. And I think that's the part that we miss. We miss the in-between. We miss the work part. We see the results part, but we miss that work in-between. And because of that, we have false expectations of what a relationship is supposed to be like and how it's supposed to work. I think it's harmful in a way, too, because 
some of the things I see, I'm like, I wonder if they do, or I wonder if they girl on social media because, like, wow, I would never post that. Like, people downing their spouses, downing their significant others, like, you don't know how to do this, and you don't know how to do that, and I can do this better than you. And it's just like, wow, it's one thing to say it to the person, which is already harmful to say it to the person. But to put it out there online where other people can see it, and then they're co-signing on you downing your partner, like, that is really messed up. And once again, like, we're looking at all of these things and either okaying it or we're taking it in as, like, this is how a relationship is. So I feel like all of these factors kind of make you jaded when you're coming in because you just really have all of this input that's coming from so many different areas besides what you really feel inside of yourself. So, yes, it's pretty crazy. But I have... um couple things that I kind of wanted to touch on as far as like <laughs> that how to get a boo in nine days topic. Some people's expectations are way too low. Like, okay, I know I'm not perfect. You know you're not perfect. Like, we all know, like, it may be somebody smarter, it might be somebody better looking, they got a better job, they got you know, more going for themselves, whatever, better body, you know, whatever it is. But I will never say that I don't deserve to have a certain thing because I look a certain way. Like, I literally have heard people say like, yeah, I talked to her because she was on my level. Like, you know, we both around a C or whatever. And I'm laughing, but this is real. Like, I have really heard people say that. And, I mean, I don't know how to take it. Like, I don't think, I can't think of a person that I dated because I felt like they were on my level. Like, that's all that I could get. That's the way I'm saying it. When I say on my level, I mean literally, like, this is all I could get. Like, I don't think I could get nothing better than this. That's, that's a hard one right there. Like, I have seen people down themselves so bad and compare themselves once again, comparing themselves to their friends. Like, man, she gets somebody that do anything and everything for her, but I can't get nobody that'll buy me a meal. Or he get all the girls, like, I don't understand why he get all the girls. I can't get one girl. Like, that's the problem right there. He's getting all those things because, one, he thinks he deserves all those things. Two, because he thinks he deserves it, it's coming to him. Going back to that law of attraction, like, if you don't think that you deserve better, you're not going to get better. If you feel like, this is exactly what I deserve. This is exactly what what I can get. Then that's exactly what you're going to get. Just like how it works in jobs, just like how it works with anything that we're trying to do. 
it works the same exact way in getting a relationship. If you think that because you're a C, you only deserve a C, then you're going to keep getting C's and be low. <laughs> I think that's the part that we forget. Like, you, you're going to get less than what you deserve or what you feel like you deserve, or you're going to get exactly what you feel like you deserve. But if you think that you're going to come in with the mentality like this is what I deserve and then you're going to get your prince or princess <laughs> charming or whatever, that's not the way it works. If you want somebody that's a match for you, that's just what you need to ask. Like, I want somebody that's literally a match for me, somebody that's going to compliment me and I, I compliment them like I want us to compliment each other. Not, well, because I don't think I'm all that, then I don't want him to be all that either. No, I want him to be on my level or I want him to be better than me in areas. And I would hope that he would want the same thing because that way we can balance each other out. Like You don't want to be way up there and your partner is way down because of self-esteem. And you don't want your partner to be way up there and you way down because you'll never feel like you deserve that person if you don't feel deserving yourself like you deserve to have everything that you want and we all have to get that in our minds you don't have to settle settling see I think that's where that compromise comes in settling and compromising are two totally different things settling means man well you know it's better to have something than nothing like I don't think I'm gonna get that A so I'm gonna go ahead and take this D that's settling compromise is okay he has a great job great personality he's good looking you know, she has an awesome personality. She's great with uh, children, whatever you might be looking for. Like, I don't know what, um, whatever attributes or whatever qualities you're looking for. If that person has all of those qualities, but it's in a 5'7 body, are you going to turn down at 5'7 because he's not six feet? Or are you going to turn down that 200 plus girl because she's not 150, but she has all the other qualities that you want? Like, I feel like that's one of the things that's holding us back too, is that we're too caught up on the exterior. Exterior is not what helps a relationship. Yeah, of course you want to be physically attracted to the person that you're with and everything like that. Of course you do. But... Does the person have to be six feet or taller? Like, when I tell you I have seen so many people making that comment, like, he's got to be six feet, he got to be six feet, not 5'11 either, like, not five. And it's like, if you find a guy that has all the qualities that you want, but it's not in a six-foot body, and you don't take that person, like, I know it's harsh, but... That means you don't really want love for real. You don't really want love because you're too caught up on the the exterior. And you have to think about it. Yeah, 
all of that physical attraction and everything is there in the beginning, but you don't know what might happen to a person. Like, I remember there was this video circulating and this husband was like just so devoted and dedicated to his wife. And she had cancer. It was showing how, you know, they would take the time and dance together and just spend the time together and how he was doing so many wonderful things for her to like help her through the um, the treatments and everything that she was going through. And she had lost her hair. She didn't look the same as when they first got together. And none of us think that that's going to occur. None of us want it to occur. But the reality of things is that it may occur. And if you're so caught up on the physical prior to y'all actually getting together or you even getting in a relationship once you get into a relationship, you're going to fall out of love with that person if they don't look the way that you want them to look, if they gain weight, if anything about them changes, they lose their hair, they lose their teeth. Like these things happen over time and it's not always the old people. Let me say it. <laughs> if I've seen some young people losing their teeth too. <laughs> I'm having fun with this one, but I'm just being honest, like, and we know, like, we're not millionaires out here, <laughs> so we don't have the money to go get everything fixed up, patched up, tucked up, you know, like they do. <laughs> it takes me back to this commercial, like, I will never forget this commercial for the bariatric, uh, when they was doing the bariatric surgeries, like, when they first started off. And it was this lady on the commercial and she was like, they were showing pictures of her and her husband like when they got married and stuff like that. And she was like, he told me, you gotta do something about your weight. It's, it's crazy to me. Like I know a lot of you probably feel the same way when you watch like all the shows from the 90s and stuff like that and how they used to be able to say anything like they got away with saying so many crazy out the way things that would never fly in this era like it would never fly because of cancel culture you know your show will be canceled so fast it would be boycotted so fast for saying the stuff that they used to just get away with saying in every episode really like down to colorism you know sexism everything like it's crazy to me, but just that commercial in itself, like, you got to do something about your weight. And that was the reason why she decided to get the surgery. It's like, that's, that's putting out the wrong image. That's, and that's not the way it should be. It's like, you know what, honey? Let's eat right together. Come on, let's go to the gym. Let's work out together. Or just find some activities that both of you enjoy. Like, just walking, um, you know, maybe going on a little jog, riding bikes, or going skating, or whatever. Like, make it fun. But don't tell me, like, I got to do something about it, like, <laughs> and not to say it's not my problem, because it is, you know, it was her body. But it's just like, I'm sure she already felt away herself. And if you're a partner with someone, you need to be a partner and help that person through it. And I'm not saying that it's not right to get the 
surgery or anything like that. But what I'm saying is you never want your decision to be based on somebody else's thoughts and feelings projected onto you. Whatever decision that you make, you want it to be predicated on your own feelings and your own beliefs. And we get so much of that nowadays, like to the point where I know some of us don't know whether it's our thoughts or somebody else's thoughts because we're so oversaturated with all of these ideas on a regular basis. I literally have to unplug often. I don't spend a lot of time on social media. I don't watch the news frequently. It's a rarity and it's not because I don't want to be up on political events, but it's just because it's told from a certain angle. You know, everything is shown to you the way that that they want you to perceive it. I would rather just read the newspaper <laughs> or just read the little blurb like such and such happened, you know, whatever. But anyway, moving on to the next portion. I hope you all are enjoying this. Um, the next thing that I was thinking about too is that sometimes you know, we're still caught up on somebody else, and that's just real. What's that saying that they say? The one that got away? Like, some people are still caught up on the one that got away. Man, because if I would have done this, and if I would have done that, then she'd still be here. If I would have done this for him, and then he wouldn't have cheated on me, he wouldn't have went to nobody else. And then I wanna lost them. We gotta stop doing that. Stop blaming yourself for what somebody else did and the decision that somebody else made. If it really was your fault, if you really did do something that caused the ending of that, then you need to go ahead and forgive yourself and move on, move forward. Because more than likely, that person is not coming back to you. They've moved on. So you need to move on. And that's just simply put, like, I feel like I don't really have to stay on that area too much. You can't expect the next person to be like them because they're not them. That's another thing that, that we'll do is, like, look at a person and compare them once again to who we had before. And it's like, well, I don't like you because you're not like them. Of course they're not like them because they're not them. They're not them. That's why. Like, it's just, it's that simple. I can never be anyone besides myself. I might have some traits and attributes that somebody else has, but I can literally only be me and you can only be you. So if I don't like the person that you are, then why am I even bothering? I shouldn't be dating someone for potential like, oh, he don't have nothing right now, but eventually he's gonna be something. And when that eventually doesn't occur, you're gonna move on eventually. Been there, done that. Like, if you don't see what you wanna see right then and there, then you can just assume that you're not gonna see it. Never date somebody for the potential of what you think they're gonna accomplish, what you think they're gonna be, because it just might not happen. And you gonna be the one disappointed and looking crazy because you should've never done that in the first place. Like, if you're not seeing wife qualities now, then what makes you think that you're going to turn the person into a wife? 
Like you can turn a mental wife, like literally like by putting a ring on their finger and marrying them. <laughs> you know, are they gonna get up early and go to bed late and make sure the household is taken care of? And you know, if you got somebody that's a career woman, do you think she's gonna be a stay-at-home mom? Like these are the things that you need to think about. But I have seen people do this. See somebody that's a career woman and is focused on what she wants to accomplish, but you want to try to keep her at home taking care of the children. And that's not what her where her desire is. But you think, oh, if I provide everything for her, then that's what she's going to do. She might do it for a period of time, but eventually she's going to seek out what she really desires. And trust and believe, like, I've seen people get in love, you know, with the responsibility because they try to make somebody be who they weren't. You can't make somebody be who they're not. You have to accept the person for who they are internally. Oh, yes, you cannot be caught up on these exes. Let them go, let them go, let them go, let them go. So now what I kind of want to do is just give you some action. And I know for this first one, y'all are going to think that I'm a little bit crazy because it is kind of out there. And I know most of you are not going to want to do it. But my first one is give the guy or girl a chance that's been trying to get at you for the longest. And you know exactly who I'm talking about. The person that's been... Um, around for 99 years, you know, they've been in your inbox, maybe, in your DMs, <laughs> and I'm saying inbox, but it's funny because you know how technology, of course, has evolved and everything, but I'm just thinking about how we used to have, like, instant messenger, and, you know, then we used to have to really email people for real. Like, we used to really email people because text messages could only be so long. Text messages were like tweets. <laughs> And they literally gave you a limit on how many words you could say. <laughs> I know that's so, it's so hilarious how things have changed. But we really used to send email. And the crazy thing about it is when I first started, when I was uh, first dating this one person, not when I first started dating, but when I was dating this one person, we used to actually send each other faxes. <laughs> And I'm not lying to you. Like, we will literally send each other faxes on the fax machine. Yes, we did that. Faxes, emails, like things that some of y'all listening would never get the chance to do. <laughs> and we even send each other letters in the mail and stuff like that. Like, I know a lot of this stuff is like lost art now. It's been a minute since I got a handwritten letter. A minute, minute. But, um... Anyway, and the reason that I'm saying that is this, like, I know people and I'm definitely, I'm not speaking about myself on this part, so I don't want nobody <laughs> saying, yeah, I heard you say, get a much air, uh-uh. <laughs> but I'm speaking for other people, like, that have people that have been crushing on them, like, forever, right? And they just will not give this person a chance, like... And it's some of the people are quality people. Like, I know why you don't give some people a chance. Like, you don't give them a chance because, you know, they don't have things going for themselves. They're not established, they're not stable. 
whatever. But if you have somebody that's been trying to get at you like for some time and they are established, like they have a lot going for themselves, they have a great personality, like they're healed people, they're not walking around hurt and trying to hurt people. But once again, it's the physical, like, oh goodness, or it's just something, like it's just something about them where it's like, no, I'm not giving them a chance. It's kind of like Steve Urkel and Laura. Like that's literally how it is sometimes. It's like, no, I don't, I don't see myself with this person. Like, no, it's just not gonna happen. I'm not gonna give them a chance. Go ahead, give that person a chance. Give them a chance. <laughs> it's just see how it goes. Like, give them a chance to mess up. I hate to say it that way. Because they might not mess up. That's the thing. I give them a chance to. And the reason I'm saying this is because we all know so many women. It's always said, like, it's so many more women than men. I don't know how true it is statistically at this point. And then there's so many quality men or there's so many more women. So men have a hard time choosing or whatever. But sometimes the person is like really up under your nose for real. Like I've seen that happen a lot of times when people are like, yeah, we were friends. I never looked at him that way. I never looked at her that way. And then boom, next thing you know, like they hit it off. It's something about them. Sometimes people say it's just like they didn't want to cross that boundary. They didn't want to ruin their friendship. But if you all have an understanding, like if you all have a solid friendship, as long as you don't do anything that's like detrimentally hurtful to that person, I feel like you all will be able to recover your friendship. That it shouldn't harm it. But hey, what do I know? <laughs> if you try it out, let me know how it works, please. <laughs> the thing that I was thinking about is expanding your requirements. Like going back to that, do they really have to be six feet like do they really have to weigh this amount do they really have to be slim thick and not just regular thick like do they really have to be light skin or dark skin or have long hair or curly hair like some of the things that we we really focus in on are not really necessary and I know a lot of people will fight me on this because it's always the thing like it should be okay to have a type it should be okay to have a type but people that have a type like really drive me crazy and i don't know why it is but when i see a person that every one of their exes looks exactly the same it low-key kind of makes me mad <laughs> it really does because it's like like you really go after the same exact person every time and I feel like that's low-key part of that holding on to that act. I really feel like that's a part of it. Holding on to that act, like holding on to the way that they look, perfume that they wore, the way that they wore their hair. Like, yo, this was your first love and all this type of stuff. And it's like, not everybody just got to look like her. When I tell you, <laughs> that's like one of my pet peeves. I see it happening more so with men than women. I'm just going to be honest about it. Because I may be um, biased, 
But I do feel like women will bend their standards a little bit or their requirements a little bit before men will. Especially when it comes to like looks and stuff like that. But if I'm not right, men, please let me know because I don't want to be like that. But I do think that it's more of a male thing. But I'm telling you, when I see it, it's a pet peeve of mine. Like, oh my goodness. It really drives me crazy. It kind of like, okay, so I will say like somebody has said that to me before. Like when they met me and, you know, I wasn't dating them. I was dating somebody that they knew or whatever. And they met me and they were like, oh man, he got tight. Like that just really irritated me and hurt me. And probably even changed my perspective of the person. Like, if you know that they have a type, just don't even say it. If I don't know, just don't even let me know, okay? Because <laughs> that really, it really did irritate me. And please don't choose me because I look like somebody that you dated before or because you have a type, like, a fetish. <laughs> that, that just really irks me. You know, you should choose a person based on who they are and it's not to say that I might not prove to be the type of person that that you know you desire to be with or whatever but I just feel like you should not choose a person based on a type like yes you might say okay this person is attractive and this person is also attractive but if you swipe and pass everybody that even if they're attractive, but they got too big of an afro or they got too many curls in their head or whatever, like, <laughs> that's when I feel like you're taking it just a bit too far. And another thing, making a list, you know, that's always going to be on every action list that I make. Making a list is always going to be there because I feel like if you don't make that list, you can't really hold yourself to it. And then you can always go back to it. You can always edit it. You can always add to it. It's a living document, <laughs> so to speak. And the next one is putting yourself in a place where the type of people that you desire to be with frequent. Like, that's one thing about it. If I, <laughs> oh, I'm having so much fun. But if I meet all my guys at the gas station, <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not saying that professionals are not at the gas station or anything like that. Like you might meet anybody anywhere, okay? <laughs> but what I'm saying is, seriously, if you meet all your guys at the club, you meet all your girls at the club, you meet all your guys at the gas station, you meet, you meet. The, people in the same places you're getting the same quality of a person for the most part it may be a diamond in a rough there i'm not saying it's not but what i'm saying is expand your horizons if you want to meet somebody that's intellectual you may need to meet somebody at the bookstore hmm <laughs> You may need to go to uh, some TED Talks or <laughs> you may need to go to some seminars. 
like put yourself in the place of people that you want to be in the company of. Put yourself in the company of those people that you want to be in the company of. And I'm also going to take it a step further and say, like, you want to make the best first impression. Like, I know you never know when you're going to meet somebody or where you might meet people. But that means when you come out of the house, like, look like you're trying. Put yourself together. Put It doesn't have to be nothing super fancy or super, you know, whatever. It's just make yourself comfortable. Like, be comfortable. Make sure you're looking good. Make sure you're feeling good about yourself because that's going to show as well. Like, your aura is what people are attracted to. So if you're looking down and defeated, you're not going to attract what you want to attract. You're going to attract somebody that's down and defeated too. That's just the way that it is. So you want to present yourself in the best light, physically, spiritually, intellectually. Present yourself in the best light, and then you're going to attract people that also have that light. So I'm going to sit in this podcast a little bit differently. So I'm ending it today with an affirmation, and it says, I'm worthy of love. I deserve someone that is worthy of me. I welcome someone into my life that appreciates and respects me. I release past relationships and hurts that are hindering me from receiving that person into my life. I forgive myself for past transgressions. I release the residual guilt. I replace those feelings with positivity and forgiveness. I replace doubt with faith. For every reason that I have stated that I do not deserve love, I replace that with a reason why I do. God is love and he resides in me. Therefore, love resides in me. Perfect love casts out fear. I love myself for who I am and what I am becoming. I accept the person or partner into my life that will love me for who I am and what I will be because I love who I am. I open my heart to give love and I receive love coming to me. It is so. Thank you for listening. And I want to say see you all next time. But you know what I mean.